It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. We are Odyssey's 49ers web zone. No Huddle Podcast. I'm Al Sacco with Brian Reddick and Zane Nockby. Back for another bi-week kind of edition. We got some fun stuff planned for the show that I'm pretty excited about that you guys will see in the coming weeks. Got some more guests coming up like we used to do back in the day, and we're just kind of revving up to do some more cool things with the show. So I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. Guys, how are you feeling going into the bye week? You feel good? You feel positive? I feel great. I mean, like I said, they really this team needed this team needed the momentum going into the bye that a win would bring them. Uh, and I didn't expect it to be a demolition like it was. And so uh, it, it feels like this team is feeling itself a little bit. And I know as fans, I think we are as well. And so like like Zane said on uh, on Sunday, it's, it, it's almost like I, I kind of wish there wasn't a bye this week uh, just because there is a lot of momentum after that win. But uh, it'll be nice that uh, we've got, I, I think, uh, Matt Barrows power ranked, I believe the 11 players expected to come back after the buy. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it, I think it's a good time to be a 49ers fan. It really is. And they had that get right win right before the buy. And now they have a chance to like, we, we talked about this last week as well. Like it's a psychological thing where last week there were three and five heading in the buy this, this, or last year they had three by in the buy. This, this year they're four and four. I think that if you were to go into the buy with the same record as they had last year, psychologically, that would have just been just so crushing. I, and I know it's only one game, but they're right in the thick of the division. Seattle, they're one game back at Seattle. Seattle's not going to, they're not going to continue what they've been doing. Like Geno Smith is the number three ranked quarterback. In the, he's not going to do that. They're not going to do that all season. So I think they'll catch Seattle. I think the Niners, hopefully, if we saw what they, we saw from them in the second half on Sunday, they should win the division. Like they looked like an absolute juggernaut with the way that they put the Rams away. And I know that the Rams aren't, aren't a very good team this year. And that I, I believe Brian, you tweeted out earlier that that Super Bowl victory is looking more and more suspect. You tweeted out something around along that line, that that Super Bowl victory is looking more and more sus. Now it's just one of those things where when they look good, they look as good as any team in the league. They look like they're world beaters. Like, the way that they played in the second half against the Rams, like if they had not played that way in the entire game or at any point during during the game against the Chiefs, they would have had much a much better chance of winning that game. And to me, I think I want to see consistency from them after the bye. And I think that getting players back is going to help with that because you're getting a bunch of starters back too. And you're getting a bunch of depth pieces back as well that are rotational pieces that you're used to seeing. So consistency to me is what I want to see from this team in the second half. And the wins will take care of themselves after that point. I can't believe where everybody, how the tables have turned in a week, how the turntables in a week. So, my and my. it's not just, it's not just like the fans, it's the national media too. Like I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons podcast, which I'm a big fan of. He had Ben Solak on maybe, and they kept talking about the Super ben. Bowl teams and yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. And um, kept mentioning the Niners and all this and that and the Niners. Listen, I know I'm the wet blanket, the East Coaster negative guy, but the Niners, okay. And I'm not even going to go, but let's talk about just the last two years, right? Going back to 2020. I wanted to start on the trade deadline and Jeff Wilson, but you got me going guys. Congratulations. Cause everybody's all, Oh yeah. We killed the Rams. Yeah. They're four and oh against the Rams last two years. Right. And eight and oh against them going back and whatever else, but they're 10 and 11 against everybody else. So again, if they came out, maybe if it was a different team, I would feel better. 
And maybe this is the start of something. I don't know. Like I said in the last show, if you told me this team was going to go 13 and four, I'd say, okay. If you told me they're going to go seven and 10, I'd say, okay. I have no idea what team's going to show up for week to week. And until I see that, until they run off three in a row, four out of five, I don't want to hear it after Rams week. I'm not saying don't be positive. I'm not saying don't enjoy Christian McCaffrey. Have fun. A win's a fun thing. But I can't take the Super Bowl stuff until I see more. I can't. And it's like everywhere right now. Did we forget that they just lost to the Falcons and the Chiefs made them look like a JV team? I know there were injuries and I know they're going to get healthier. They lost to the Bears. You know what I mean? Like, it's let's see consistency first. I just, I don't know. It's good to be positive, I guess. I just, I'm a negative New Yorker. And I don't, I don't think, I don't think the conversation is about who is going to win the Super Bowl. But when you're talking about the NFC, you've got to look at it and take a, a thousand foot view and go, yeah, this NFC kind of sucks. I mean, it, it really does. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't really a dominant team in the NFC. Even the Eagles, who are undefeated, I mean, part of why they're undefeated is they're playing well. I don't want to take anything away, but their schedule has been pretty, pretty cake. And not to say that the 49ers haven't, they got to play the bears. They got to play the Falcons. Although we're, again, we are talking about the NFC South leading Falcons. Let's not forget that. Um, But, but that's the thing is this NFC is, is, is wide open. And so when you see a team put on a performance like the 49ers did, even if, Part of as as fans, we realize that they've been inconsistent in putting those type of performances in. But when you see a performance like that, especially I think as a national, you know, as a national talking head, you look at that and go, oh man, I mean, if they can do that every week, who's gonna beat them in the NFC? And I think that's more the conversation. But I, I honestly think that what we saw on offense so this past Sunday. This this offense had reached its ceiling with Jimmy Garoppolo, which is part of why they moved on to Trey Lance, right? Because they recognize, hey, you know what? There's really nothing that we could do to make this offense better. And part of why they thought that is they probably never thought that they could get a Christian McCaffrey. And honestly, it feels like I'm not trying to put too much on, on Christian McCaffrey, but it genuinely feels like it was the missing piece to elevate a Jimmy Garoppolo offense by giving him a, a genuine and real outlet, which he hasn't really had since being the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And so now, instead of forcing a throw over the middle to Kittle or to Debo, right? He knows, hey, I've got this security blanket out here I, I know Christian's in the flat. I know Christian's running this route, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, you might not see as many mistakes from Jimmy Garoppolo because he doesn't feel like he has to force it in there. And I think that is, I think that is the realization that that I had that said, okay, this offense might take a step forward, even though Jimmy Garoppolo is under center. Yeah, and I, and I think I agree with that as well. That when they traded for Christian McCaffrey, I think we even commented on the show that this is the the perfect player for Jimmy Garoppolo to have. And I think Brian, you said that you made that comment because he, he dumps it off and he checks it down. So he hits the down the field. And we saw on the weekend, what a Christian McCaffrey does to a defense, just his presence, not even him getting the ball, even his presence on the field changes the game. And when you his have gravity. a guy like that, it's he's literally he's gravity. And, when, when you have a guy like that on your team that can change a game like that without even having the ball, I think that that's the, the, the best type of player. And I know that, Alec, you're, you're not on, you're on team, don't pay a running back. But when it's a guy like this, 
and, and a guy that can change a game in this way, I think that you do pay that guy. I think you do make that move. And I, and that I'm really glad that they did because this is the way that they looked on Sunday, at least in the second half, because look, we know that, that McCaffrey is still getting acclimated. He didn't have the whole playbook. I said before that the real install is actually coming this week, right? During the bye. This is when he's going to get the full install of the playbook, all of his responsibilities, all that stuff. Right. And then it's just off to the races after this, we can stay healthy. So I think that adding him has, has, is going to be the difference and is going to be the the thing that puts him over the top. Like, look, after this, after the bye, they've got a wounded Chargers team in, in prime time. So the Niners even get that extra few hours of rest before the game. I mean, who knows if that makes a difference or not, right? But this is a really injured team. And if we're if guys are game time positions, game time decisions, like you get the extra level of treatment that you wouldn't get if it was like a morning game. So you've got the Chargers, you've got the Cardinals, then the Saints, and then the Dolphins. And then and then Tom Brady is coming here for his basically swan song game, right? And who knows what's gonna happen there. But you got four games there. All of them are winnable. And regardless of how the Niners play, right? Like if they play poorly or good, I feel like all of those games are winnable. You've got a wounded Chargers team. You've got the Cardinals who are woefully underperforming. The Saints without Michael Thomas for the rest of the year. That just came out today that he's going to be missing the rest of the year. And you got a Dolphins team. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. he's done. Oh, my goodness. Holy cow. Okay. So can't guard Mike is out for the rest of the year. So you can, Al, like that, that three or four game stretch that they can stack some of that right now, right? Just right off the bye. Like they're not leaving the West Coast. The further the furthest they're going is Mexico City, and that's it, right? But there's no more East Coast games. There's no bad weather games. They're going to be out here on the West Coast. Their their body clocks will be acclimated to it. So this is the time for them to make a run. If it's going to happen, I feel it's going to happen over the next four to six games. They have the uh, fourth. I would say they have the fourth easiest uh, remaining schedule based on a uh, opponent's win loss record uh, in the NFL. And the wise man said, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Come now, on. I am. We will see. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm saying the wettest of blankets. We'll see. I've, I've been hurt too many times. And I will not allow myself to be hurt again. I, I understand that. I understand been that. Been hurt. I, I got nothing left it. to bleed, man. I got nothing left to bleed. I'm not. You remember the guy in. um. What is it, Major League Two? Was it Randy Quaid when he's out, just he's losing his shit? Out oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I'm that not movie. there. I'm not. They'll there. blow it in the playoffs. They but will. Not, They'll blow right, it in the exactly. playoffs. They'll stumble. Somebody's gonna get hurt. You watch. Um, I'm not there, but emotionally, I'm so scarred that I'm not gonna allow myself to feel joy until. Um, take a <laughs> so while. Jimmy Garoppolo plays playing the version of he's playing Ricky Vaughn, right? He's playing there that role. But he's, yeah. but he's playing Ricky Vaughn when he gets his hair cut again, right? Yeah, not I the, think he's a little Not, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. not yeah. the Ricky Vaughn that can't throw his fastball anymore in Major yeah. League Two. Yeah, he's yeah. playing the one that brings Randy Quaid back. That's the thing, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is going to bring you back, Al. He's going to do something, and he's going to bring you back. Maybe I'll grow in the sides because I'm bald. For yes. those who don't know. I'll grow in the sides, and I'll shave the things in the back of my yes. neck like Rick Vaughn, and I'll yes. be back. We'll see. We'll see. All right, yes. so I am typically – team don't pay a running back but it's changing a little bit 